Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's not uh, time for us to go around the horn, but we're going to go around the horn regardless with Kevin Bohannon, our baseball insider. And Kevin, uh, I got to tell you, I know you've been giddy over the playoffs. Well, now you can get really excited because we're down to the championship round. I need Mother Nature to hold off for three days. Please. That's yes. all I'm asking. Three, give, right. give me three days. <laughs> at, at, at 10 o'clock on Saturday night, it can rain all it wants to after 12 games have been in, six baseball, six softball, and I'll be good to go. You know, it's funny because uh, Carrie and I were talking about this Saturday as rain came through uh, central Arkansas. And the first thing I thought about, I realized that um, uh, Mr. Allen was over in Memphis playing ball. Yep. And I'm thinking they probably missed the rain over in Memphis. That's all you worried about in the spring is when it was going <laughs> to rain because you worried That's about right. having a tournament rained out. And yeah. uh these, these these coaches, athletic directors, administrators, they can get down now to one more worrisome weekend. Like you say, please, dear Lord, Mother Nature, hold off. Give us a chance to finish. And as you said, you can rain all you want after Saturday night. That's right. And yeah, congratulations to uh, A.J. Allen and his prospects, yep, 14 major team. Uh, went to the Mid-South World Series in Memphis and won their tournament this weekend. So a lot of good young baseball players out there. And the, I think it's, what, the class of 2026? That the 14-year-olds? Yeah. yeah, the 14-year-old yeah. group. And, uh, yeah, that that's when kids start really coming to their own. They're starting to – that's their last year of youth baseball before – it gets real in high school, so uh, really good event for those young men. They got to bring bring the banner home back to Central Arkansas and uh, face some really good teams out there this weekend. Well, speaking of state tournament action, I know there's still some confusion with some believing these games will be played in bomb. No, they're being played <laughs> uh, in Benton in the great complex that they have there. And I think what's unique there that is different from Baum, even though the ladies played at Bogle and then the soccer was played at the soccer complex there in Fayetteville, uh, this is all pretty much underneath one roof, so to speak, and that is at the sports complex there on the campus. Well, I guess it is technically on the campus of, of yeah. Benton High School. And um, it all starts. I, I can imagine, Kevin, as I was looking at the uh, complete composite schedule, uh, from a parking standpoint, I think you might want to get in and get out if you're visiting because the Benton ladies will be invading, I think it's 7 o'clock on Saturday night, if I'm correct on that, but I can be corrected. But um, nevertheless, there's some great matchups. Let's start in the 6A, and you've got maybe, maybe a surprising matchup, especially when you talk about Conway. I'm not sure anybody, when this tournament uh, started, uh, expected Conway 
to be in the position of playing for the 6A state championship. Yeah, the, the, there's no maybe to it. And I, Conway had been in our Super 7 poll most of the season, uh, had a really good showing at the uh, FCA tournament, Sheridan Benton, that they host at the beginning of the season. And then they got beat by Sheridan 17-7, to but had a good season. Good mix of veterans and young guys. Kyler Spencer uh, is committed to play for the Razorbacks. Hugh Hill, Austin Rainey, Preston Proc. That's the three-headed monster they were using in conference play. And they didn't have to use that during, during the state tournament this week. Uh, they had the bye, which was really important. And we'll talk about that here in just a second. They beat Southside in their quarterfinal matchup, three to nothing. Uh, Austin Rainey started the game through two innings, and then Hugh Hill came in through the last five in that shutout. Uh, Hill, he's 6'3", lefty, 85-87. Uh, he has a UCA offer. Uh, he's got a really bright future. I think he'll get some more offers here. Austin Rainey's going to go to the University of Arkansas, Rich Mountain, if I'm not mistaken. But he got the ball in the semifinal game against Rogers Heritage that they won 10 to nothing. Zach Zuba went three for four that game. Tucker Satterfield had a, an RBI double. So Rogers Heritage was on their third game in three days. Conway was on their second. Rogers Heritage had just upset their crosstown rival Rogers nine to eight the day before in a, an exhilarating game where they came back, got up, went down, came back, won that game. So three games in three days versus two and two, take the two and two every time. So Conway, uh, they get to face Bentonville. This is a rematch from 2015 where Bentonville won six to five behind the arm of Casey Ford, who went to Kansas State for seven years, it feels like. Uh, but Casey had a really good career up there at Bentonville. Uh, Bentonville won their first game over North Little Rock, and that, that was the game that we looked at and we were like, all right, North Little Rock's going to be Cinderella again this year. They're going to really have to earn it like they have every other year. Uh, but they, they didn't have the magic against Bentonville. Bentonville jumped up 5 nothing after two innings. Sophomore Rowan Christensen had a bases-clearing double to really get the scoring going, held on for a 7-2 win. And then the second round, we talked about it last week, Randy. Week before that, you don't save your aces. you got to play your aces. Catholic threw Grant Hodge, who would be an ace on many other staffs in this state. I firmly believe that. Coach Dylan Owen, Coach Brian Jones firmly believe that. But they did not throw Lucas Greer, who's going to UCA and had been their staff ace all year. Bentonville jumped up 5 nothing again really quick. Was up 6-1. to one. Catholic came back to tie it up 6-6. to six. Bentonville ended up winning 7-6 to six and advancing to face conference rival Harbor. Harbor was up 3-1 to one going into the seventh inning. A walk came around to score. Next thing you know, Bentonville's up 4-3. to three. And then Tony Woody. He had the golden sombrero, Randy. He had struck out three times previous to that last at bat. Then he hit a three-run home run to make that final margin seven to three. It's going to be a really good game. Uh, both the teams have been ranked uh, throughout the season. Uh, of course, we know Bentonville won that uh, prestigious tournament down at Orange Beach. They started out 11 and one on the season, went six and zero down there, uh, fourth seed in that 6A West Conference. So, really looking forward to that matchup. Um, it'll be Thursday at four o'clock. As we move now to Class 5A, maybe no surprise, that is certainly Van Buren, was Marion the surprise in Class 5A this year? You know, Marion, they played really well last year. They got to the quarterfinals and got beat by Van Buren. I believe that's who took them out. And then they played well this year, but they were just kind of, laying in the weeds but they they won the 5a east they split with jonesboro 
they came into the tournament 25 and 5 and of course then they they went on their three game run marion shut out everybody this past week the combined score was 22 nothing chase armstrong started the game against whitehall that they won 10 to nothing but he only lasted 29 pitches hit the first two batters the senior ace that's going to arkansas state got pulled so he had to bounce back and um in the semifinals he came out, shut down Sheridan, 83-pitch complete game. Ben Girard took care of the Benton Panthers in the quarterfinal matchup. Uh, ben hadn't decided he was going to play college baseball, and I've been talking to his dad today, and they've had a lot of uh, interest this past couple of weeks, a lot of junior colleges, small colleges, reaching out to the senior to see if he wants to come pitch for them. So combined score, 22 nothing. Van Buren got past uh, Tag Andrews and the Maumel Hornets in round one, four to one. Then the rematch with Jonesboro. Jonesboro was up three to one going into the top of the seven or bottom of the seventh inning. Uh, got the bases loaded. Uh, Jonesboro turned a four-six-three double play, which allowed the run from uh, third to come in and score. So three to two, a balk was called on the Jonesboro pitcher to make it three to three. In the bottom of the eighth inning, Devin Gaddis, who threw a complete game on the mound, was the hero at the plate with a RBI double. Uh, so they walked off Jonesboro in eight innings, and then they got past Batesville in the semifinals, 12 to three. Batesville was out of arms at that point, uh, and Van Buren had another uh, bullet in their gun. Connor Brady's going to go pitch for Eastern Oklahoma next year. Uh, threw a complete game, scattered three hits, three runs, walked a few guys, struggled with command early, but after it was two to two in the second inning, uh, Van Buren just went on a run, one 12 to three. So probably the best game of the week, Randy. It's going to be Van Buren and Marion, uh, two really deep, talented teams, and they like to win. And one of their stars from a season ago had an outstanding season this past year for Arkansas State. So they've done a great job of basically reloading. In Class 4A, the monster continues to roll. That is the Valley View Blazers. But I will tell you, I did not expect to see Harrison uh, in this position. No disrespect to Harrison, but I mean, they made their way through a very difficult bracket that included Pulaski Robinson, Harrison, Monticello, just to name a few. So they didn't luck their way into it. They earned their way. That is the Harrison Goblins. And we'll talk about that in just a matter of moments. Stay tuned. Rick Schaefer, our baseball insider, Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater. Back after this timeout. Often imitated but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. First Security, again, wants to remind you, beware of scams. Why would your bank ask you for your social security number or your debit card or your PIN number? Never give this information out over the phone or by way of email or text messages. Beware of emails with addresses that appear sketchy or suspicious. Those should be ignored or deleted. And then text messages. Are you starting to get those? I get a combination of text messages and phone calls of numbers I am not sure of. And that is something that First Security, again, is warning you about with unfamiliar greetings and or misspelled words are cause 
for suspicion. Boy, there's some interesting addresses, by the way, on some of the emails. Any request for your personal information should raise a red flag. Then ask yourself why an email or text message would direct you to a page asking for a credit card number or other personal information. Don't be a victim of scam artists. And that is a word of note from our friends at First Security Bank because they want to help you help yourself. That is First Security Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Again, we are joined by Kevin Bohannon, our baseball insider. And before we go back to high school baseball in the state tournament preview, let's talk to Sterling. Sterling, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, Randy. We ain't even no state championship talk, Randy. Don't stay right there. Huh. I, I got to talk to Mr. Bohan. What's up? Oh, go ahead. Wow. Goodness, you're fired up. Mr. Bohan, and what about them? I got two teams to talk to you about. They're the smaller divisions, and Class 1A will start there. What about them Nemo but the Red Hawks, Mr. Bohannon? How about them Red Hawks? <laughs> Looked at, at first of the season, they were playing well, and then they went 6-2 and two in conference play, and their conference schedule was not the greatest. So they, they were behind the pecking order of the Region 2, uh, region two and Region 4 teams. But they went on a run last week. you got to give it to them. They avenged a 30-4 to doubleheader defeat from April 15th against Ouachita. Uh My man, Wait, Wesley Honeycutt, whoa, 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 whoa. was – Whoa, whoa, I said whoa. that. The score was thirty-four to four. Thirty to four in a doubleheader. It was eighteen to two. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Eighteen. Yeah, eighteen to two and twelve to two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they they took care of Sacred Heart fourteen to four in the first round. Took care of Westside in the second round eleven to nine on a walk-off home run by Christian Rodello, and then their ace was ready to go, Wesley Honeycutt against uh, Washita. And they beat them. They beat the Warriors six to one. So really high on Nemo Vista going into the finals against Taylor. In their own backyard. In their own backyard, Randy. In their own backyard. Beat the host team. And my other team I want to talk to you about. How about them big old Panthers? Mr. Bohannon? <laughs> Love what that team is doing. They have a team first approach. Craig Newmeyer, I've known Coach Newmeyer for a, for a while now. He was actually the first regional tournament I ever worked as an umpire. But you got the Alexander boys, Hunter and Carter. Uh, Coach Newmeyer told me a really good story. Hunter Alexander caught his first game since a freshman in that semifinal win over McCrory. They were down three to one, came back ten to four win. Bo Billick is a name to know on the mound. They're playing really good baseball right now, and that's just something they've been doing all year. They're never out of a game. And Coach Newmeyer, this is his best team that he's had. He's really looking forward to this matchup in the finals against Woodlawn. They feel like they have nothing to lose. They're playing with house money. They're going all after them. And, Mr. Sterling, you know that this, you know that this baseball is capping off a remarkable athletic season for the Bigelow Panther athletic program. Because in football, they went through the regular season 
undefeated. It took the playoffs to eliminate the Bigelow Panthers. Then they go into basketball and have another great run, and now they're into baseball trying to wrap up a 2A state championship. Are you believing in those Bigelow Panthers, Mr. Sterling? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Red Hawks did the same thing. And also, hey, Bigelow got robbed. I hate to say it, but they got robbed in football. We have robbed that. I agree. As a kid. Yeah, the I remember that. Get down the side. I agree. Scored the yeah. game when it touched down. Only to have it stolen away. But uh, Gotta I'm agree pretty with excited you there. about those two teams. Now, Sterling, Appreciate I didn't realize calling, Center sir. Ridge was that close to Bigelow. Where does Bigelow come uh, in? It's not. Well, I co- well, my my kids, we were. I coached them boys, the seniors that are now seniors. I coached them in Pee Wee basketball, and and assistant coached them when they were playing uh, little league baseball when they were coming okay. up. So that's how I know that that time. Okay. And of okay. course, and of awesome. course, you know where Nemo Vista is located in Center Ridge. <laughs> that's right, baby. <laughs> Y'all guys have a great day. We'll do it. Thanks, Sterling. Gee, Mr. Bohannon, you think you can go any further with this show? I started saying, have oh, we way. recapped now, Mr. Bohannon? Have we recapped 1A and 2A so we can move forward? I was going to say, oh my gosh. We, we can move on to finishing up 4A and then move on to 3A. But, yeah, back back to 4A. Thanks, Sterling, for calling. It was good talking to you, buddy. Uh, Class 4A, Valley View rolled. Their offense got rolling on Thursday. The game we were all waiting for, Farmington and Valley View, is 3-2 to two going into the bottom of the sixth. Valley View exploded for 13 runs. It was capped off by Ole Miss commit Slade Caldwell's Grand Slam. They walked them off 15-3. to three. Second round, same story, different verse. Valley View beats Arkadelphia 12-5, ending the Badgers' 11-game winning streak. Trip Campbell, the solid left-handed pitcher for the Badgers, just didn't have it. Walked a few guys. Defense made a few errors. Worst time of the year to have your worst game. But the Badgers had a great year at 18-5. and five. They just ran up against a really hot Blazer team. And then in the semifinal, Shiloh Christian, another hot team. Kudos to Caleb Anderson. On Friday, he threw a near-perfect game, went six and a third inning. Uh, Jackson Engel hit a single up the middle to break that up. 79 pitches, a one-hitter right there. But Valadue got the best of them in the semis, 9-1. to one. Uh, Mr. Wadlington, uh, Preston Wadlington, threw a six and a third inning. Lawson Ward came in to close it out the last two-thirds of an inning. Lawson Ward, the sophomore catcher, hit a towering home run against uh, Shiloh earlier in the quarterfinals. But uh, Tyler Hoskins, Slade Caldwell, both had three hits. Grayson Becker chipped in with another two hits. So Valley View and Harrison in the finals. A lot of blue and gold on the the field in that game. Should be a really good matchup. And then... (laughs) Hard to say finally on Class uh, 3A since we've had such a capsule of Class 2A and 1A. But you have Harding Academy. Enough said. Uh, No, Galvin Alvetti. He's going to do it. Gavin Alvetti, yeah. Gavin Alvetti. Alvetti. (laughs) And then they take on the maybe surprising Ashdown Panthers. Yeah. Harding Academy has outscored their last six opponents, which includes regional and state tournament, 54-3. One of those runs is unearned, and Paris scored the other two. That's all you need to know about Harding Academy. They're clicking on all cylinders. Ashdown, they're the team that I said in a one-game setting could probably beat Harding Academy. They have the best chance. They got down. They got past Haskell Harmony Grove, who made a great run to the semifinals. Panthers beat them 7-4. Ashdown had to beat Elkins, which had won their conference, finished second in the regional to beat them 6-2. to two. 
First round game wasn't much. They beat DeWitt 11 to one. But Alex Kilback, the uh, senior pitcher, is going to work 80 to 82. Little curveball, little changeup. He's going to try to keep the Wildcats off balance. Jackson Jester, uh, Thompson uh, boys, Wyatt and Walt, uh, they've been a part of that Ashdown offense all year. Harding Academy got Gavin Elvetti, Cade Smith, Levi Lang, Eli Wallace, Kyler Hoover. Doesn't matter. The list goes on and on. It's a real deep lineup. Should be a really good game. This this I'm picking this as my second best game of the week behind Van Buren and Marion. Ooh. All right. So uh, you've got less than 20 seconds. You want to go through 6A through 1A real quick and give your favors to win it? That's right. 6A. Going with the Conway Wampus Cats, they avenged that 2015 loss. Class 5A, they're the champs until somebody knocks them off. Going with Van Buren. Class 4A, same story. Valley View, too much for Harrison. I really like what Josh Allison and his staff are doing up there in Northeast Arkansas with the Blazers. Class 3A, going with the Harding Academy Wildcats. Class 2A, got to go with the Woodlawn Bears. Sorry about that. Sterling in Class 1A. I'm going with those Nemo Vista Hawks. They're going to go back to Center Ridge with that big trophy this weekend. There you go. That's our baseball insider, Kevin Bohannon.